Hey guys, Sklar Brothers here with Daniel Van Kirk. I am here. And our guest on the show is our favorite murderer because she murders this episode. Karen Kilgariff, thanks for joining. It was my pleasure. What a joy. We, talk about, we talk about swords. Oh yeah. Uh, sword uh, stores. Sword yeah. stores. A guy who might have deserved to get attacked. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying he did, but he might have. He's an e <laughs> Athlete, yeah, he's an, an athlete. athlete. That's everybody. all you need to know. That's all you need right. to know. Talk about Claudia tiny, and her life changes. Tiny Sasquatches, <laughs> tiny Sasquatches, and the Sheboygan Clogger. Which, you, yeah, that, we need the town's help on that one. This is it. It is sword stores, tiny Sasquatches, <laughs> and the Sheboygan Clogger with Karen Kilgariff. You have to listen to this week's episode of Dumb People Town. It's the Starburns Industries Tape of the Month Club. 12 original cassette tapes delivered to your door. Each month, you'll receive a crisp new cassette tape of auditory delights made by some of the most funky and creative artists around. Featuring Dino Stamatopoulos, Natalie Palamides, Johnny Pemberton, Dan Harmon, future ladies of wrestling, Alan Resnick and Dina Kelberman, Dynasty Handbag, Jeff B. Davis, Rob Schraub, Lance Bangs, DJ Doug Pound, Cron, Open Mike Eagle, Ron Lynch, and on and on and on. Subscribe now. $13 gets you a crisp, unique tape in the mail each month. For $20, you receive a portable cassette player so you can listen to your tapes on the go. Here's how to order. For credit card customers, please call 747-888-0945. That's 747-888-0945. Or save COD charges and log onto the World Wide Web at d.rip forward slash sbi dash press. It's a good deal. Hey everybody, it's me, Steve, all alone in my car, (laughs) trying to get a podcast out for you faithful listeners uh, before tomorrow, Um, as I'm sitting here in uh, the deep valley of Los Angeles and busy is in Costa Rica. We were going to do a uh, another phone interview, not a phone interview, but a phone podcast with her on location, but um, turns out she has horrible reception in Costa Rica. Who would have thunk? So I almost just said, oh, let's not do a podcast. And then um, I was like, no, you know what? We're going to still do a podcast. I can do some listener emails or maybe talk about some other stuff. Uh, I may have to keep it short. I just showed up to set, so I don't know when they're going to call me into makeup to once again put me in drag. Um, I don't know how you ladies do it with the makeup and the... I've been wearing high heels for almost two weeks now shooting this movie, and um, I, no joke, think that my big toe on my right foot might be broken. It hurts so bad whenever I'm not walking. Whenever I'm at home, I have it on ice. My, I don't know how you do it. I don't know why you do it. <laughs> I feel like if I had been a woman, I would have given up a long time ago. <laughs> and just been like... uh I'm not doing this shit for any man or any woman or any magazine. I am fucking wearing sneakers or slippers 
or fucking Ugg boots, hell, I would rather walk barefoot across rocks than wear high heels. Um, my sinuses are much better this week than they were last week. Uh, you know, I got a, uh, uh, what do you call it? A humidifier for my room. And it's made such a huge difference. I cannot even believe, like, first of all, sinus problems and throat problems set aside. Every winter I have this thing. I, maybe it's because I'm a ginger. Um, but every winter when it, the air gets cold and dry out, I, um, I, mostly on my legs, not so much anywhere else, but my legs get really itchy and dry. And I wake up a lot of times in the morning with just heavy scratches on my legs from scratching my legs in my sleep. And they look horrible. The humidifier has made the air in my room, uh, not as dry. <laughs> Is that a term? Not as made my made it more humid <laughs> it's made it more humid in my room that's what humidifiers do um so uh my skin isn't as dry it's amazing but also you know this started my science problem started with the fires in los angeles and all the smoke and ash in the air and uh it really screwed up my sinuses which in turn made me you know i couldn't breathe through my nose so i was mouth breathing at night when i slept and I'd wake up multiple times in the night and my throat was completely dry. I mean, not an ounce of saliva in my throat and it hurts, would hurt so bad. And, um, the humidifiers helped with that too. So, uh, if you have these kinds of problems in the winter, like I do, I highly recommend a humidifier. Also, you know, in the winter, apparently, you know, using your heater also kind of dries you out. Um, yeah, I, oh, I have some announcements to make, mainly a announcement, <laughs> by some I mean a announcement to make, um, so I, I think I've already mentioned, we have already mentioned that Busy and I will be doing our first live, uh, show in San Francisco, uh, on January 14th, that's a Sunday at 8 p.m., um, as part of the San Francisco Sketch Fest, which is an ongoing uh, comedy festival. It's been going for probably 15 or more years now. And uh, I've been doing it for probably the last seven or eight years. And it's really fun. It's like a almost a month-long uh, comedy festival. And um, Busy and I will be up there the weekend, not just the 14th for our show, but there's other shows going on that whole weekend. Uh the 12th, 13th, and 14th, and um, Busy is doing some other shows up there while we're there. I'm doing some other stand-up shows, and uh, so we're ending the weekend uh, doing a live version of our podcast. It's so funny. They're, I'm, I'm sitting in my car because it's so loud inside the studio, but a, a guy dressed as a biker clown just walked past me. He looks like a juggalo. <laughs> oh, Hollywood. But yeah, so uh, the weekend of the 14th, if you want to get tickets, oh, I should tell you who our guest is. I'm now officially allowed to announce it. We weren't allowed to say anything until now. Um, 
but our guest will be uh, the wonderful, the delightful, my good friend Janine Garofalo, who I don't get to see very often because she lives in New York. And um, yeah, we're very excited to have her on the show. I, uh, Janine and I, when she was in Los Angeles, I don't know, however many years ago it was doing, uh, she was working on a season of 24. That's when we met and we commiserated a lot about medical issues. So I, I think this will be a really good podcast. We'll, we'll have a lot to talk about. Janine's wonderful. So if you're in the Bay Area that weekend, come out to, uh, to our shows and um, mainly come to uh, our podcast. But uh, go to sfsketchfest.com and check out the schedule, not only for our weekend, but the whole month of uh, January. It's really amazing. It starts the second that second week. Where we'll be there for that first official starting weekend of Sketchfest, and uh, it's a really, really good time. Um, yeah, it's in the Bay Area, and hopefully, hopefully we're going to do a lot more live shows in um, 2018. We're trying. I, I love this podcast so much. Uh, I, I'm really, I'm trying to get more involved in it other than just putting out a weekly episode. I want to get more involved with the Facebook page. We do have a Facebook, um, uh, a Facebook page. And so hopefully we'll start doing more, more. (laughs) We haven't done any, hopefully we'll start doing some Facebook live, um, videos, uh, maybe before or after recordings, but, uh, I, I really, I, the, the response from all of you guys has been amazing. Um, yeah, I, I've had my, I've had a, a, another podcast. I have this podcast called Steve AG, uh, U H H H also on feral audio. I've had it for years and it's usually just me shooting the shit with some of my friends. Um, there's no like there's no gimmick to it or no theme like, you know, with We're No Doctors. So it's just me in a conversation with, you know, some of my friends. And it's been okay. I've done a hundred episodes now, but it has never had any kind of listenership like uh, We're No Doctors. I think in most, I average um, around 5,000 downloads of that podcast, maybe up to 10, depending on if I have a a very popular guest. So I I haven't been doing it as much lately because it's not, it doesn't get the response. (laughs) I'll put out podcasts and I will not hear any feedback on it at all. (laughs) You know? Um, but this one I get emails constantly. We have so many emails we have to answer. I may go through some emails today. Excuse me if I'm sniffling and stuff. I'm still, I took some, some sinus medication and it's, it's drying me up, but I'm still a little sniffly. Um, we get so many emails, um, like, <laughs> like it's crazy and they are amazing. Some, some of them are very touching emails. Um, and the, the, your responses to this podcast have just made me want to do more. And we've also been toying with the idea. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, you know, hit me up on, hit us up on Twitter or Facebook, uh, follow our Facebook page. I'll, I'll be posting stuff there. Uh, hit us up on Facebook or, you know, Instagram, Twitter, 
I don't check the Twitter as much. I, I'm finding Twitter to just be such a negative place now. Um, but Instagram or email us. Email is probably the best way because I have that on my phone and it just goes, you know, I get notifications. Uh, no docs podcast at gmail.com. Um, and let us know what you think about the idea of uh, doing a Patreon page. I don't. I'm always wary of having people pay for stuff, but we were thinking of still doing this podcast, have it come out every Thursday as much as we can. And by the way, we're going to try once Busy's back from Costa Rica and the, the New Year's uh, have passed, we're going to start, I think, um, when we record doing like two at a time so we can start banking episodes. So when a week like this comes up, we're busy and her family go out of town for vacation or when I'm shooting, we'll still have episodes to put out. But anyway, as far as Patreon goes, we're still going to do this podcast. It'll be free every Thursday. Nothing will change. You can still always get this for free, but we're thinking maybe doing a Patreon where once a week or every other week, we do um, bonus episodes that uh, are only uh, available for subscribers. I don't know. What do you guys think? Let me know. Um, NoDocsPodcast at gmail.com. And I was also thinking, I had the idea, maybe it would be good if we did, you know, a weekly, like a half hour uh, download for you on Patreon where it's, if we finally do these respond to these emails because there are so many that I don't know how we're going to ever get to them all. And there's a lot of great emails from you guys. Um, so yeah, I, that was another idea was we do this for free. You get the same podcast. You know, if you subscribe, it shows up in your iTunes as usual, but then, you know, on Patreon once a week or every other week we do listener mail. And you can listen to that. I don't know. Or live video. Maybe we'll do some live videos. Um, let me know if you that was some, would be something you guys would even be interested in for like 4 or $5 a month. I don't know. I'm trying to just figure out ways to do this podcast more regularly and more efficiently. Um, yeah. Because I really want... I, I love doing this podcast. The, um... Sorry, there, there's people just walking by, and it's very distracting when you see a guy dressed as a clown at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> All right, what else do we have? Um, let's go to some uh, emails. My God, there are so many emails. I'll try and do the emails that are... Um, uh, aimed more at me since busy's not here like i did that other time uh here's one from charity uh entitled meniere's disease and i assume this is about my vertigo uh i was wondering if you knew anyone that was diagnosed with this i went to the er three days ago and was diagnosed with this of course getting an ent specialist takes forever and i'm not feeling the best i've been online researching but would love to listen to others that have gone through this. Love you guys. Charity from Owensboro, Kentucky. Um, yeah, Meniere's is another one of the many forms of vertigo. Um, I was tested for it. 
back when I first started getting vertigo, God, what was my early twenties? Um, I would get it really bad and, uh, not as often as I do now, but I'd maybe have get like a, a severe form of vertigo where the room actually looks like it's spinning where visually I get different levels of vertigo. This is so, this is so complicated and weird, but I get so many different versions of vertigo. Um, usually almost every day I have a form where I feel just off balance. The room doesn't look like it's spinning. I can function fine, but I feel like I've gotten off a roller coaster. I have like a full feeling in my head, like someone put a hose in my ear and pumped some helium into my head. And I usually feel like that all the time. I usually have that version of vertigo all the time and it's fucking horrible. Uh, other times I have a version where, um, I feel like the room is about to start spinning, but it doesn't. So I'm, it, it causes really bad anxiety. Like I'm bracing for it to happen and it doesn't. Uh, I have a version, um, that's triggered by visual things like, uh, like in a movie, a a first person POV where the, the movie is shot from someone's point of view. And, um, that really makes, that gives, that makes me feel really sick. That gives me more motion sickness than vertigo. But sometimes my dizziness can also be triggered by low light. If I'm in a room, um, that's dark and uh it's this thing where i can't my depth perception is off because it's dark so i can't really f- my eyes have trouble focusing on stuff that's that's a horrible one and then um and then i get the version the classic version where the room is actually s- spinning like if i open my eyes and i don't know how I still don't understand how the brain tricks me into thinking. I understand how it, how you can feel like the room is spinning, but how you can have your eyes open and it looks like the room is spinning when it's not. I I still don't understand that. I need to get an ENT on the show to talk about that. Um, I know a few, I I, want to set that up. Um, but there are so many different causes of vertigo. Um, I think a lot of the times I get it when I'm dehydrated. It's a classic symptom of dehydration is dizziness. And I, we, Busy and I have talked about this. I hate water. <laughs> it's like salad. It's just there. You drink it and it, there's no taste and it's just blah. It's almost, almost, it isn't, but it is almost gross to me. <laughs> The only time water tastes good to me is when I'm dehydrated. Do you know that feeling where you haven't had water in a while? Maybe you've just been drinking coffee or alcohol and someone will give you a glass of water or a bottle of water. And as soon as you start to pour it into your mouth, it's like you immediately cannot get enough of it. And you're just like, oh God, more. Oh my God. This is the best thing I've ever had. That's the only time water is good to me. And so I have to force myself to drink water a lot. Um, and, uh, that can cause dehydration. Um, 
I think there's uh, nutritional uh, deficiencies that can cause malnutrition. There's a thing called Meniere's that also causes dizziness. I was checked for Meniere's the first time. I got way off track. I was checked for Meniere's the first time, uh, one of the first few times I, I got vertigo, the classic spinning vertigo. And so my parents took me to an ENT and they did all these tests and granted this was like probably 25 almost 30 years ago i don't know how much better um technology has become i honestly don't know how much better technology has become but i had a test where they put water in your inner ear to cause vertigo they want to see your eye movement they want to see how it affects you. It's fucking horrible. It's horrible having vertigo and then going to a doctor to have vertigo um, to to actually make you have vertigo, to force vertigo on you as a test is fucking horrible. But I did that and there and it was just the few times I've been checked for vertigo. It's just been inconclusive. It's been like. It could be Meniere's. It could be this. And one of the things for Meniere's was um, you need to uh, cut out salt, <laughs> sodium. And so uh, <laughs> they're like, it might be Meniere's. We don't know if it is. But if it is, you should uh, maybe try cutting out sodium. I did that for a while, and it was fucking horrible. Getting all these foods, low-sodium foods, <laughs> like that just tasted so bland um but it didn't really seem to make a difference so i don't think i have meniere's um i had a neck injury while, while i was water skiing and i had a neck injury when i was uh younger and um i've actually had a few neck injuries and that that can often cause uh vertigo uh, I think mine stems from neck injuries and also just me never drinking enough water. I usually am feeling a little bit better when I'm drinking water. I don't get the spinny spins. Um, I don't know if this has even helped. <laughs> helped your question, Charity. Um, uh, but I would love to... Yeah, I also would love to get somebody on the podcast who has... Meniere's, uh, my friend Coco had, uh, I believe was diagnosed with it. Uh, she was in a wonderful band called the Etts, E-T-T-E-S. Uh, you should check them out on iTunes. Um, they're so good, but she had to stop playing because, uh, she couldn't stand on stage and play her guitar and sing uh, because of the, the darkness and the lights shining in her eyes would make her dizzy and she would fall over. And uh, so she just stopped um, playing with this band. I, she's making music again now, but uh, that was such a, such a bummer. Uh, Ryan Adams has Meniere's. Um, he talks about it on, if you want, go back and listen. He was on uh, Mark Maron's podcast, WTF, and he talked about it. Um, God, any kind of vertigo is just, I would rather be nauseous or I would rather pass a kidney stone once a week than ever have vertigo. Like 
and I, I get kidney stones, and, and they're not as bad to me as vertigo. All right, so let's go. Let's look for some more emails here. Um, uh, sorry, you get to listen to me. Oh, this this one might be something. No. Oh, this one says, "Is this rabies?" <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. Rabies has always been a funny word to me. This is from a listener named Jesse. Hey guys, I just stumbled on your podcast via Man Repeller and have almost finished all the episodes in three days. Uh, thank you, Jesse. I'm doing a long time. I am a long time sufferer of depression and lately hypochondria. Uh, the episode where Mark convinced himself he had tetanus was far too close to home <laughs> uh, for you. Just now listening to the podcast, if you haven't listened to older episodes, Busy's husband, Mark, was on our second episode. In December, I was in Monaco, oh, Morocco and a cat licked my finger. <laughs> By the time I got back to Cape Town, uh, I had convinced myself I had rabies and landed myself in the hospital. I, I had actually just induced such intense anxiety symptoms and was sent home with a 10 milligram prescription of Lexapro. Wow. I'm on Lexapro too. Uh, they wouldn't even do a blood test. Thanks for being so damn relatable. Also naming my future kid cricket. Oh, there you go. Busy. Um, yeah, that's definitely not rabies. I, <laughs> I don't think you can get it from, unless you had a cut. Wait, we're just say, uh, it cat licked my, my face. Well, you really are a hypochondriac. I, I'm not as bad as that anymore. I used to be, um, I think I mentioned uh, before I had a girlfriend in college who <laughs> we were at a Metallica concert and some guy was whipping his head back and forth and his sweat went in her eyes and she made us leave the concert. <laughs> she thought she was going to catch something from his sweat. Uh, she didn't. She's fine. She's alive and well today. Um, I don't think you can get tetanus from a cat licking your skin unless uh, you have or not tetanus, I'm sorry, uh, rabies, uh, unless you have like a cut, maybe if you have a cut, an open sore, <laughs> if the cat was licking your open sore, maybe that's why the cat was licking your finger. It wanted some of that sweet finger blood. Um, no, uh, I, I think you're fine, <laughs> but I relate to your, uh, your panic. Um, that is weird, though. I think it is weird that the doctor prescribed you Lexapro, an antidepressant, um, just for you freaking out <laughs> about um, rabies. <laughs> I understand. I mean, I did go on. I am. I've been on Lexapro for probably close to fifteen years, and I was put on it for anxiety disorder, for panic disorder. Um, but that was like an ongoing thing I was having for years. Uh, it wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't put on Lexapro because I freaked out once. It was like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe it'll help you though. Uh, if you are prone to anxiety, it, it's great for anxiety. Um, just be careful with that. Cause, uh, I do believe, I know, you know, when Andy Richter was on, we talked about depression, but I do believe antidepressants are still, way over prescribed uh, especially in young people um, 
you know, kids when your brain is still developing and stuff. Um, but for the people that need them, I, th I think they're amazing. I, you know, I, I got lucky with Lexapro and it was the first antidepressant I had taken. And a lot of people I know, um, have had to go through trying a lot of different antidepressants before they got it right. I, I, I got lucky. Um, so good luck, <laughs> Jesse. I hope you don't have rabies. Oh my God. Rabies from a cat. That is fucking funny. <laughs> um, flag this. All right. What else do we have? Um, a lot of IBS emails, but I think we need, um, busy for that. Here's one. It says voice disorders. Um, it's from a listener named, I, I think it's Sierra, C-E-A-R-A, Sierra. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. I hope I'm getting it right, Sierra. Hey, Stephen Busy, love listening to your podcast. I always find myself giggling at your exchanges and wanting to jump in on your conversations to provide my own, to provide my own commentary. I'm no doctor either, but I am a speech and language pathologist. Uh, Busy has talked about aphasia, a language disorder usually caused, caused by a stroke or other uh, cerebrovascular event on her Instagram story before, and I'd love to hear more about that. But also, I have a really great idea for a topic that you guys may find very interesting, especially as professional voice users. It's a voice disorder called spasmodic dysphonia. That's an amazing name, by the way. A voice disorder called spasmodic dysphonia. Basically, the vocal cords spasm either towards or away from midline, and it causes a very interesting voice quality. It can have a really severe impact on a person's life. It can be treated with Botox injections. Uh, also very interesting. Also, Diane Rem from Reem or Rem from NPR has this disorder. Anyways, I'd love to hear about what you guys think. Also have a ton of other communication-based disorders that I find super interesting that I'd love to hear your thoughts on. Uh, but this is a good start. Uh, I hope this email finds its way to you from Sierra. Oh, <laughs> it says in uh, parentheses, pronounced Kira or Kyra. I'm horrible. Uh, I'm going to say Kira. Pronounce Kira. Well, thank you for clearing that up, Kira. I was way off in British Columbia, Canada. I'm going to flag this for future. Uh, I'd love to talk about this with Busy. Um, so if it causes... God, there's people fucking everywhere. I kind of want to honk my horn and scare them away from my car. Um, so if it causes your vocal cords to move away from midline, that means it either makes your voice... I'm assuming makes your voice like high, like a high talker, like from that episode of Seinfeld, where you talk like this, you have just a high talk. Or it would make it go the other way which is low talker um hi my name's steve um and i suffer from spasmodic dysmorphia 
Uh, I feel lucky in that it has made my voice lower rather than higher because I am six foot six and 300 pounds. So it would be ridiculous if I had a high voice. So I'm fairly okay with my voice being this low. Um, it kind of goes with my body type. So get at me. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I'm laughing at that. That's something that people actually deal with. Um, uh, wait, what does it say? You're a speech and language pathologist. I had to see, I think it was a speech pathologist. Uh, when I was like 12, I think I was 12, maybe 13. I think I was 12. I had to see a speech pathologist because I was going to get braces. Um, I had a problem called tongue thrusting, <laughs> which is when I swallow, my tongue pushes forward. I think it still does it. When I swallow... My tongue pushes my teeth forward and it was, you know, I had to get braces to fix it because I'd pushed my teeth forward so much. And, um, so I had to go to a speech pathologist to teach me how to, sw I think it was a speech pathologist. Yeah, it, it must've been to learn how to talk. I remember I had to, I had to do a lot of exercises touching my tongue to the roof of my mouth and doing things like ta 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 ti 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 to uh i don't know strengthen my tongue the other way something i don't remember because i was so young and they were you know it's not something you would want to remember it's something that you want to become a just a muscle memory something that you don't even think about something that you just do which is probably why i don't remember any of it but um I also had to get this thing called a palate splitter before I got my braces or it might even have been while I still had my braces on. <clears throat> it was these band. There was a band. I think it was four bands uh, on both sides of my mouth, the up on my upper teeth, one on the very back molar on each side and one closer to the front four bands and then they were joined together by this bridge that went along the roof of my mouth and in the middle of the bridge there was this little tiny hole and I don't know if it was once a day or once a week I would have to put this little st it was a key but it just looked like a, a straightened out paper clip I'd have to put it into that little hole and then crank the pallet splitter I'd have to turn it and it would push the the it would push my my teeth apart splitting like making more room in my palate um and it was doing it so slow that it wasn't painful it sounds fucking painful it sounds like some sort of medieval torture device but it was uh it was um i remember it was just more of a nuisance having this thing on the roof of my mouth because it affected it affected the way I talked. It, um, it gave me kind of a, a lift because I couldn't put my tongue all the way on the roof of my mouth. Um, but I don't remember. And then I got braces, and then uh, I don't know. My teeth are okay now. Other than that giant black hole on the right where my uh, crown chipped off a while ago, 
and I've literally been working so much that I have not had time to go get it fixed, and it's making me very insecure. I hate smiling right now. Um, well, anyway, Kira or Kyra, sorry, I'm going to say Kira. Uh, thank you for that uh, email. I've flagged it. Um, oh, here's one called Heart Palpitations. That one is definitely for me. Um, Heart Palpitations, Adventures with Parasites, and Show Ideas. This is from Margaret. Oh, my fucking God. I can't read this one because it is... It looks like it's about 10 pages long. Uh, I'll start. I'll start it. How about that? It's from Margaret. Um, I love your podcast. Having had health issues all my life, had a degree in biology, I find... All things related to health issues, fascinating. I got into holistic health in my mid-20s when uh, conventional medicine couldn't help me, and now in my 50s have gotten more back into conventional medicine due to limitations of holistic medicine. I realize now a combination of both is best. Uh, I agree with that. You know, I was having back pains a while ago, like probably a year and a half ago for... Uh, Turned out was due to a kidney stone, and I was going to my acupuncture. Speaking of holistic medicine, I was going to my acupuncturist. Sorry, I, I, my brain works too fast for my mouth, and sometimes it's just a disaster. I get mush mouth, and anyway, uh, so I was going to my acupuncturist, who would uh, do acupuncture on that portion of my back. <clears throat> hoping that she would cure it, not knowing that it was a kidney stone. Um, and granted, I will say this, it would help manage the pain incredibly. Um, I think there's certain things that, you know, acupuncture doesn't cure, but for pain relief, it's amazing. Like I would go in for these back pains and she would give me acupuncture and I would feel great for upwards of a week. Like it was really good. And then it would come back and I was like, ah, oh, what the hell's wrong with me? It ended up being a kidney stone. So conventional, conventional medicine. Hold on one second. Guys, I'm talking to Bryce. He's the second AD. Bryce, what, what's going on inside? Uh, we're about to run lines and we also have your custom ready for you. You heard it here, folks. I'm going to have to end this podcast and, um, go work. I have to go pay my rent. Uh, all right, I'll be in in one second, Bryce. Thank you. Copy that. <laughs> Copy that. Um, all right, so... All right, I'm going to tell you what, Margaret. I'm flagging this. Um, and uh, we'll get back to it. I'm so sorry, guys. I mean, I know it's probably been 40, 45 minutes. Uh, I wanted to get something to you this week so we weren't aren't going dark every other week but um so this is what you get you just get me this week sorry um i don't know how long busy's in costa rica for i mean it is the holidays um i'm going to assume we won't have an episode next week christmas week um just because of all the family i mean it's Christmas week. There's going to be no way between my family and Busy's family we can find time to record. So we'll try and be back uh, first week of January, and um, 
And then the second week of January, we've got our live show. So um, I hope this holds you guys off <laughs> till the end of the year. Uh, on behalf of Busy and m- myself, I want to say thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you have a Merry Christmas or uh, Hanukkah or whatever it is you celebrate. I hope your uh, holiday seasons are great. Uh, I hope you are staying happy and healthy. And thank you for your consi- your <laughs> mush mouth for your continual support and listenership. We really do appreciate it. And have a great New Year's. And um, that's it. Have a great weekend, guys. Bye. Hey everyone, it's me, Steve, AG, you know, (laughs) I'm here to let you know that Starburns Audio has a new survey. Uh, Just go to starburns.audio slash survey. Um, We're trying to get to know our listeners a little bit better, Uh, and it only takes a few minutes, I promise, but uh, it makes a massive difference to the podcasters at um, Starburns Audio, believe me. We uh, are trying to get to know a little bit more about you, what you like, what you don't like, um, ideas you may have to make things run smoother. Um, This really is a helpful survey um, because currently podcasting is still kind of like the Wild West. We still don't know a lot. It's uh, it's a new medium. Um, So your responses make everything a lot easier. Uh, It's incredibly helpful and uh, incredibly quick. So again, just go to starburns.audio slash survey and uh, fill it out. Help help a brother out. All right. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Hello, I'm Dave Ross. Hey, and I'm Hampton Young. And we host Suicide Buddies on Starburns Audio. That's right. It's a podcast about suicide, but not to make light of it. We actually talk about suicidal thoughts, depression, kind of with a sense of levity that Dave and I have with each other. He's my best friend. Come on. Yeah, we're buddies. (laughs) Suicide Buddies. That's the title. One of our favorite episodes that we've recorded so far is about this guy, Jan Pataki, who was a Polish aristocrat in the 19th century. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, one of the reasons it's possible that he killed himself <laughs> is that he thought he was a werewolf. Oh. Check out a clip. It also makes me think, like, we were talking about in the Norway uh, black metal episode, how, like, just the culture of your surroundings can affect you. Like, yeah. he's in a castle in Poland. <laughs> He's like, I mean, if you lived in a castle in Poland and no one knew anything about anything, you might be like, I'm a bat. I'm probably a bat. (laughs) 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 That's like literally what happened to Batman. He literally is in his mansion. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm I'm a a bat. bat. I'm a bat. I'm a (laughs) bat. I'm a bat bat that helps people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a bat that helps people. I don't know what you want from me. And my my girlfriend, she's a cat. She's a cat. My girlfriend's a cat. She steals things. She's a woman who steals things. She's a cat. I'm a bat. I'm a bat. She's a cat. We fight a penguin. My. Uh, my.